Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons and a lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. Welcome, this is Wendy B. I'm a life coach and I started this podcast because I believe ordinary people become extraordinary people. And what makes them extraordinary is sometimes the adversity they have lived through and who they have become regardless of those circumstances. Sometimes it's the little acts of kindness they bestow on people, one act of kindness at a time. I believe that most of us have the ability to thrive, not just survive. My intention is to cause curiosity, excitement, to thought provoke, to cause people to alter their thinking, question their thinking. And out of questioning their thinking, they create a new future for oneself, a new future that wasn't going to happen if you didn't alter or question your old views. This could cause unpredictable results that could make a permanent difference in your life and in the lives of others around you. I want to motivate and help people of all ages, particularly women, 50 to 110, fulfill their dreams. I want people to experience being excited about their life. This podcast is to inspire and motivate you right now for you to take action today on your purpose, your dreams. Maybe some of you don't know your purpose or your dreams, or you are resigned they could never happen. Regardless of your age, regardless of your circumstances, I will motivate and inspire you one step at a time to turn lemons into lemonade. It's never too late to start. Would you like freedom and power regardless of what life throws at you? It's easy to live life when life is working, but true power, true freedom is having freedom and power when our circumstances are yucky. This podcast is about when you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? Life isn't just about surviving. What does it take to thrive emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, financially? So I'm, uh, I, I do a lot of different courses. I'm, I'm always interested in uh, learning and growing, especially about our views. And I'm doing this course uh, with John Asaraf. Um, who uh, it's it's around making money and there's all these different um, audios that I'm listening to and um, and he has uh, one of his partners is Jim Bunce I believe and he talks about our environment and um, he says so um, that we we have leverage in our environments and if you want to make long-term changes you you must look at your environment and you know, and, and and this gym guy tells a story, and and I've heard the story in Landmark. Now I'm hearing it from him: is a fish, if a fish swims in dirty wet water, will it be healthy or clean? Um, the fish is dependent on its environment, that it lives in water, air. As humans, we are the same. Okay, so for us to 
to create long-term health, wealth, and happiness, we have to choose healthy environments. And if you must um, enhance or evolve everything in your environment to create long-term sustainable health, both internally and externally. And I, I, I know around, I know a little about uh, environment because I, I, I discovered that I changed my environment the last 18 months. And even though it isn't the exact environment I want, it's way healthier for me. Um, I was in an environment before where I, I was getting a lot of criticism and and um, and and the environment I live in now, I've created that that doesn't happen too much. So they say you are a product of your environment. Jim is suggesting that um, your environment impacts us the way that it impacts us the way we think, the way we feel, and the way we act. And there, and he's suggesting there's nine different environments. And I just find that fascinating because I've been looking at uh, environments myself lately and looking at um, the last 10 days I, I came out from to Ontario to uh, help a girlfriend and then help my brother uh, for six weeks uh, watching animals. And um, I noticed that I I was being affected like I had a hard time being motivated and um, I was with my girlfriend for the first two days I was actually really excited for the first uh, three or four days and then um, I noticed the last six days or so I haven't been excited so I've been looking at like what what is affecting my mood you know um, so uh, he, he what Jim is saying is um, for him the uh, nine environments are our body, our self, our spirituality, uh, uh, nature, uh, relationships, financial, network, physical, and you. And you are in the middle. And uh, <clears throat> the the and and he says uh, there's um, the you. He calls it a memetics. Our memetics. You. Uh, and th that's all your ideas and concepts and beliefs. And the key thing to understand about this is the information, the knowledge that you receive. These have been passed down from generation after generation. And um, you have become a byproduct uh, of your programming from your environment. And these environments impact the way you think, feel, and the way you act. And he says, uh, were affected mostly from the ages zero to seven. Most of your core values, your your beliefs, your core software, uh, it was given to you by your father, your mother, your church, your state media, and um, and so that that made me very curious because um, I I also believe that I I believe you know in some of Landmark's work I did years ago. Uh, it was the first time I encountered that we might inherit j j uh, conversations j um, f from generations. Like I believe that uh, I inherited a conversation about men from my mom, and I believe my mom inherited the conversation from her mom and her mom, and go way back. And it was like that you, you I, I won't use the strong words here on the podcast because I promise not to swear, but um, 
you know, I, I was handed down the conversation that men were uh, donkeys, uh, that that's a plighter way and that you couldn't trust them. And so um, I really believe that when you, uh, it, it, you start looking at, well, what conversations do you have that you've inherited from your family. And I had conversations with my dad about this. It was quite interesting because he was, because um, I think we inherited conversations around our money, everything. Um, but, you know, I did the money seminar with Landmark. And again, I saw, I, that's why I had conversations with my dad. And, the, and you know, because I, you know, I learned that the only way you should, um, uh, Oh, any money is for a mortgage on a house or a car. Other than that, you shouldn't go into debt. And then he, my dad was sharing, you know, stuff about his dad and what he, and it was quite fascinating. And, you know, whenever I hear that our core values, our beliefs, et cetera, from zero to seven, I, and they're from, you know, and we're looking at environments now, like I was raised in different foster homes, um, I was taken away from my family uh, at a really young age, just before I was three. Um, I had a violent upbringing with my family. Um, and I'm wondering how all that affected me. Like, not like I'm worried about it, but it's like, wow, because I've been doing some other work listening to Tony Robbins. And it's like, and the work I've done with Landmark, it's like we've made decisions at really young ages and that shapes our context. It shapes our views and our actions come from that. So I just find that really fascinating. So um, let me ask you a question. And I'm going to ask this of myself. If you had to adopt automatically all the beliefs of your parents, and like for me, it's like I didn't even know what beliefs I picked up from foster parents. So, um, so ask a question. If you had to adopt automatically all the beliefs of your parents, let's say foster people, your father, your mother, um, the people who taught you in school, the teachers, uh, the peers you grew up with, you had to adopt all of their beliefs about happiness, etc. If you were to be asked to take all their beliefs, uh, or and and would you probably say you would want to change a few things about how they think about money, or the way they think about health based on their results? If the people you learnt from weren't happy, healthy, and wealthy, is it possible the mementics? you know, your thoughts and your ideas you adopted are actually holding you back. One of the greatest things is that you, um, you know, you can decide to improve the quality of your life. You know, your inner game, your momentics is a huge part of that game. One of the things you want to do is what is the information coming into your environment? You know, and and to really look at that, like, uh, so I, I'm going to end this podcast because I'm going to make maybe a, a half a dozen podcasts out of this uh, uh, about our environments is I invite you to look at, you know, what is the information coming into your environment? Where is it coming from? Uh, newspaper, social media, TV, radio, the stuff people are passing around every day and ask yourself is most of the information you see on the news, etc., positive or negative, is it inspiring or expiring? 
Is it pulling you into a bigger you or is it holding you back? I think most people would agree that, you know, a, a big percentage of the information out there is not helping you be, become happier, healthier and wealthier. So what can you do about it? You know, and I say you can begin to be consciously aware about what information you're bringing in and to stand guard at the door of your mind. You have to be conscious and aware of what's being programmed into your mind. So in closing, you know, we're exploring how to thrive, whether we are 10 or 110 and beyond. And this is an inquiry. And we have been exploring our environment, some of them anyways, and how they can affect our state of mind. And I'll be talking more about this in uh, a few more podcasts. And and I'm asking you to look at, you know, if you look at your environment, um, you know, what is affecting you? Like I know sometimes um, I, uh, I'm, I can be messy, you know, my, I can create messes really quick. Um, so that's something in my environment that distracts me. I also can get distracted. Uh, if I go, let's say, to do my podcasting, um, I go on the uh, computer and then I can get distracted by Facebook or uh, the news or whatever. So uh, what I'm asking you to look at is what new action could you take right now that could make a difference? What new habit could you create out of possibly creating a system like since I've been exploring this I try to not leave my desk messy in any way whereas before I just did because I was coming back so but I just see that that can distract me so I'm I'm trying to create systems everywhere for myself um, so that I get in a habit of putting everything away um, and 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 trying to find places for everything so that I can put it away and like sometimes what it'll take for me to uh, create a system is to take time and look at oh do I need more shelving do I I need more cabinets whatever so that I always have a place to put stuff okay so uh, like I just said what new action could you take right now and what are you committed to and start taking new actions from that commitment or that view and I want to ask you again what are your habitual patterns that have you not thrive like I said one of mine is clutter what areas in your life do you want to be more effective? What areas do you want to thrive in? Well, what did you like best about this podcast? I request you subscribe to my podcast and rate it a number five. What topics would you like to hear me talk on? When you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? Remember, with an attitude of gratitude, you can make lemonade. Tell me about how you thrive. I'd love to hear from you. This is Wendy B. Email me at Wendy B. And the uh, symbol at thriving, the full words, thriving at 60, T-H-R-I-V-I-N-G-A-T-S-I-X-T-Y dot com. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, when you're on iTunes um, and you can't get all my pods, go to my web, which is um, thriving at 60.com, H-T-T-P, thriving at 60.com, and you can um, get all, you know, you can download all my podcasts. So keep Thriving. Thank you for listening to Thriving at 60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email Wendy B at thriving at 60.com.
Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thrivingat60.com. Yeah.